Alright, welcome back to the Nerd Experience Podcast. This is the second week, and today I am here with a different host this time because Anas couldn't make it for more important reasons. So I'm here today with my buddy Alex. Say hello. What's up, everyone? So so me and Alex have been friends for, what, like, over a year now, probably? Yeah, Since, yeah, uh, about a year. We we met through a mutual friend, we'll say. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we met through a mutual friend. He was going to the same college as them. And then that college shut down, so he came to hang out with me. Yeah. Yeah, aren't you so glad? Oh, I'm so glad. One year away from graduating, and I had to go through, you know, all the process again. And, yeah, here and I am. See, hey, don't worry. I'll be going through the transfer process soon enough. Um, Wait, are you transferring? Yeah, next year I plan on commuting to a school that's a lot cheaper for computer science because I would like to just be able to go and work while I still have school and just there's there's a whole bunch of different reasons behind it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, So obviously, as of right now, I'm technically here for game programming and you're game art, right? Yeah, I'm game art. Wow fancy if you send me something over if you send me some things over i can toss them up on screen right now in the podcast when it's up on youtube so people can see oh see my work yeah if you if you would like but um let's see so let me get to the week two topics here so yeah so now that we've gotten through the introductions uh there has been so at first i thought oh wow there was a lot that happened uh this week but it really wasn't this week. The past, like, two or three days have just been packed with surprises and just stuff coming out of left field. So, but first things first, let's talk about last uh, last Wednesday, or this past Wednesday, I mean, with uh, Rising of the Shield Hero, because uh, yeah. I, I tweeted about it, asking what people thought of uh, the Iron Maiden... And yeah. somebody somebody replied to it, and I was like, you know what? Hey, I got a reply from this tweet, so I'm going to make sure it's the first thing we talk about. So if they only want to listen to that, they can, and then they can just dip because we're annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I think that was absolutely insane. And so you've, you've read The Shield Hero, right? You've been reading it? Yeah, yeah, read I've it? read The Shield Hero. Yeah, I remember we were talking about it at dinner a couple nights before and you were like this is gonna be like the best episode just wait yeah, and yes it, is. it really was it was the best episode so far and i'm really really happy about it like that was that Dude, was crazy. it just it sets nafumi's like level of just like his abilities above all the other heroes and it's the best because throughout this whole thing he's getting shit on but you know yeah half of the kingdom and I mean, you would, because, you know, the way that you would think it would go is you would be like, oh, well, he has these different shields, and all the different shields have different abilities that help him against different enemies, and he has Raftalia and Philo to help him fight, and, like, you know, that's cool enough, so he can fight as long as he's got the two of them, but then this just Mm -hmm. went and showed that he doesn't need them to fight. He has this absurd amount of power that you would never even expect to come from him. I was, like, baffled when that happened. I was like, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing I've seen. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Uh, 
I actually think the uh, current episode that's coming up, that's a stopping point for when I start that from reading the books. So yeah, I, uh, I have it's... to pick up the books or pick up the anime. I would say, uh, I mean, there's no, I guess you could pick up the books and, like, continue reading or, like, read online or whatever, but, uh, I like, I'm glad that it's not gonna stop immediately and that they're just continuing straight into next season. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, uh, it's scheduled for 25 episodes and April, April 1st, which would be the Wednesday after, I believe, is, uh. The day that the new um, new opening comes out, and the new opening is, ooh, actually April first is a Monday. That might either be just when the song comes out then, because I remember seeing the tweet that Mad Kid, the guys who did Rise, were doing it, and I saw uh, doing the second opening called Faith, and it's in the trailer, and it sounds ooh. awesome. And um, yeah, no. Yeah, so I don't know if April 1st is the day that the song will be released, or if they're changing Steel Tier to a Monday show, which I highly doubt. It'll probably stick to Wednesdays. So, yeah, it's just going to continue no, on. Yeah, usually streaming services just stick permanently with a certain date, so I yeah, would be definitely. surprised if they change it over. But, yeah, no, so it's a I, great show. Like When I first saw the trailer for this... Like, last year, I was so hyped for it, but I only seen the first episode. See, it's funny. I didn't know if I should be hyped for it or not, because I I didn't start, like, getting seriously into anime. I talked about this on the last podcast. I didn't seriously start getting into it until about this year. And so once I started mm-hmm. figuring out that, oh, you know, most of these shows are seasonal. So I was like, all right. What's uh, what's the seasonal shows coming out right now? And I saw everybody was talking about all these different shows, and Steel Tier was one of them. So I went into it, not really knowing anything about it other than it's just your standard isekai going to another world. And I was like, you know what? I can mess with this. This sounds good. I'll check it out, and I love it. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. So within the past few days, though, so much shit got like announced, like just yesterday. Uh, yeah, Dora the Explorer. Thank you, Jameson. No, but, um... <laughs> yeah, actually, there is... It is a live... It's a live action, right? They do a... Live action. They have a live no. action boots in it, too. Oh, live action boots, too? Oh, man. Yeah, live action Dora the Explorer so coming terrifying. out. That's the equivalent of doing a live action Sonic, which is already happening. I don't want to see that shit. Dude, can you imagine live action Sonic and live action Swiper 1v1ing it out? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> But, uh, no, as I was saying, have you seen uh, ReZero? Did you watch it? Uh, I watched a few episodes. I never got into it, but it's, like, just something I didn't keep going with. I would definitely consider continuing watching it because I I wasn't so hot on it at first. I was like, man, I really don't know how I feel about this guy just seeing his friends die over and over and over again and reliving the same day. It's kind of boring. But by the end, I was like, you know what? I'm glad I watched it. It was good. And, um, yeah, they released the trailer for the new season yesterday. It wasn't really a trailer, it was more of a teaser. And it's mm-hmm. funny, because I read, I saw that the, I saw that it came out, and I looked at, like, a little bit of it, and I was like, oh, shit, new ReZero trailer, so I retweeted it, and I said, fuck me up, fam. And then I watched <laughs> it, then I watched the trailer, and he's just walking, and on both sides of him are just piles of dead bodies everywhere, 
And I was like, yikes, that kind of sucks. And then it shows fucking, it shows Rem, the main, the main girl that everybody loves in that show. It shows her dead body, and I was like, oh no. And so I, uh, and so I, uh, added on to the original tweet, and I said, I said, fuck me up, not crush my heart. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, but yeah, no, that's definitely gonna be crazy, because in the first season there was just kind of like, this, like, just this higher power that he had within him of, like, this witch, and you finally get to see her in this trailer, and that means that next season there's actually going to be some, like, confrontation with her, and that it may even just end there. I don't know, but, yeah, so that looks, that looks like it's going to be fantastic. So, wait, was the, uh, the albino chick that was on that hill that was the witch yes all right yeah she looked creepy yeah everybody everybody in if you if you haven't watched the first season so it's a little bit of a spoiler but nothing too crazy um everybody was against amelia the main girl that he runs into at first everybody isn't everybody doesn't like her in the towns and stuff because she has all of the traits of this witch half-elf, young girl, white hair, like, everything, and there's nobody else like her around. She's the only one, so everybody thinks that she's the witch and, like, has this crazy vendetta against her. But -hmm. you finally get to see in this trailer that it's not her and that the witch really is someone else. And, um... Oh. Yeah. And so that looks like it's gonna be a very good season. I'm excited. Even just that, like, just that teaser showed enough. As well as, um, today was the, uh, the Konosuba trailer yeah. for the movie. And yeah, I liked, I liked Konosuba. I saw, I, like, I saw a few episodes. I can't wait. I loved Konosuba. I think it was so, it was one of those shows that wasn't serious. It was just, yeah. it was just a funny, like, parody isekai show. It was just fantastic. And I, th- I think my favorite character is Darkness. I don't know what it is, but it's just. I think everyone knows what it is, Alex. <laughs> well, no, it's like it's like this edgy name, and she's like this noble warrior, but she just wants to get hit because she likes. Just wants pain. to get slapped. Just slap me, father. <sighs> but yeah, no, oh, no, yeah. So um, so the movie is gonna follow the the four main characters. Going back to uh, going back to Megamine's home, which is crazy, because like, you do, I don't know. You would expect from everything that she explained, and like the name of like the group she's a part of, like you would think that they're like a big, like evil group of people. But like, it, it, they go back to her house, and it's like it just looks like a normal place with normal people. And mm-hmm. the one of the weirdest things though is like. Right at the start when I don't know, I don't remember exactly who it was. I don't remember if it was Megamine's friend or somebody that's introduced in the movie. But they're talking to uh, the main character and he's like, she's like, yeah, basically saying, I want you to put a baby in me. And we're like, whoa, hold on a minute. (laughs) What? That is right. Yeah. Now that is, that is something. So... 
I'm very excited for that because I, I loved Konosuba. I think it was so funny, and I enjoyed everything about it. So I can't wait yeah. for the movie and another season. And um, yeah. But with that, we'll move to another another thing of anime news. Uh, so people who worked on the show uh, Anahana are now set to release a new movie coming out in uh, October. It's coming out October 11th. And mm-hmm. it's... I'm not even going to try and read the Japanese name so, for it because... So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to try it. It's to, it's to those yeah. who knew the blueness of the sky. And it's uh, being produced by Cloverworks, who's done... They've done a lot of stuff. Um... And yeah, so the director of it also directed Anohana, and as well as the director, the writer, and uh, the character designer all worked together, uh, or chief animation director, sorry. They all worked together on Anohana and the Anthem of the Heart. So Anohana was great. It was, it was really good. I enjoyed it, and... Um, so that's why I'm really excited to see what this film is like, because mm-hmm. it's supposed to. It ba- it doesn't have a lot of information on it now, other than it's a uh, anime focusing on the relationship between four individuals, and I don't know what it'll be like, but judging by the fact that they worked on Anohana, I'm assuming it'll just be like a nice and cute movie so that's good okay so it'll it'll premiere in japan on october 11th so we still got a while before that good i'll check it out i like these types of movies like i loved uh oh what was it uh your name yep i don't know if you like that like very few like yeah these like pictures i saw but i love that that was such a good one and well i think we talked we talked about this recently right uh at dinner about um, yeah your name was fantastic um i think i recommended to you a silent voice if you didn't see it yet yes so actually when i went to go see your name with my friends Mm -hmm. uh last year i thought it was silent voice that's what i thought it was i mixed the two up Mm, um, yeah no two two separate things so midway midway through that movie when you know that you know the theme for your name happened i'm like there's no death changes Yeah, Yeah. I was like, there's no death girl in this. I don't think this is what I think it is. Yeah, I feel like I would have picked up from from like a couple minutes in and been like, okay, so there's no deaf girl here. What's the the, the problem? (laughs) What's up with this? Where is she? Like, Uh, but... Is it it telling us that we're blind to the deaf girl? Like, I don't know, like, what is happening (laughs) here? (laughs) I I don't know, yeah. You're blind. I'm blind to physical and mental issues, and I don't see color. Uh, Holden, I don't see color. Oh, well, that's because you're colorblind, Alex. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point. So, um, but yeah, no, so I'm very excited for that. Um, also, I think I also recommend it, like, we, this is kind of overlapping with what I talked about in the last podcast, but I also recommended, um, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, which was... Excuse good. me? Yeah, I thought I told you about it. I don't it. remember that conversation. I don't remember that conversation. All right, well... I won't. I won't spend too much time on it because we talked about it last time. But it's basically a, uh, it's a slice of life movie about uh, this guy who does not care for people at all. He doesn't have any friends. He doesn't want to have friends. 
and he's at the hospital one day for one reason or another, I don't know, and, um, this girl draw is walking by him, and she drops a book, and he picks it up, and the book is called Living With Dying, and it's, like, a notebook of this girl's daily actions, and she comes back, and, like, he gives it back to her, and, uh, she's basically like, yeah, you're the only one outside of my family who knows that I have pancreatic cancer. And oh, so oh it's basically, my. so then basically she decides she wants to start spending all of her time with him, all the time she has left to spend it with this guy. And it's, it's really good and it's really sad, but it's fantastic. Love and, yeah, um, love yeah, no, I, I loved it. I think we should definitely just sit down and watch it sometime. Um, oh yeah, totally. I'd be down. And, uh, yeah. Maybe we can get the rest of the guys uh, from the Yeah, I don't want over. it to be weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, don't want to, yeah, like, you gotta have a wiener for each hand, you know? Just yeah, one, just one hand, one wiener, it, has, it doesn't work, you know? Yeah. You also, you know, you kind of look like a 12-year-old, so it's, I don't want anyone to get the hey, wrong you know, idea. Listen, dude, alright, that was <laughs> that was uncalled for, but alright. We'll see how it is. I, I, okay. Oh, I'm messing with you. It's all in good fun. No, no, it's fine. I see how it is. All right, so let's... I do it too, but... Yeah, yeah, let's... Let's, let's, let's move on. Let's move on from that topic. <laughs> so... Oh, no. Oh, the domestic girlfriend. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna swap those two around in terms of order, because I want to ask your thoughts on what I've recommended that you started watching. So you started watching oh. Quintuplets and oh, Domestic dude. Girlfriend, right? Oh, I've watched Quintuplets. Uh, I just got done binging that. I'm going to start Domestic Girlfriend. Uh, oh, my God, Quintuplets. It's fantastic. Uh, it's... In the last ten years, I've never seen an anime that features a harem that hasn't been all fan service and every girl, like, wanting to lift up her shirt for the dude. Like, I don't Like, each of the characters aren't, like, cut, paste, and dry. They have their own personalities and, you know, you can tell them, uh, you know, obviously outside of the hair, like, you know, you can tell they're different people. And the main character isn't like, you know, a weird dude that just wants to have a harem. Yeah. He's like, he, he doesn't, he doesn't care for women, basically. He's like, yeah, he's like, uh, like, like in the, uh, it was probably like the second or third episode when they're in, uh, Ichika's room and, uh, Yotsuba finds, like, the lingerie, and she's like, she's like, oh, oh yeah. would this look, she's like, oh, would this look good on me? And he's like, I really don't care, just hurry up. <laughs> and that's, that just basically kind of shows that, like, he really doesn't care like, about that shit, the and it's great. The bathroom scene, when I was like, oh, great, here comes a bathroom trope, but it's like, they're playing it off like it's normal, and I'm like, what? I think which, it was, Which uh, bathroom scene? Uh, it was the one the ba- when, uh... Um, the bathtub one with Nino, or... Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's in the bathtub, and he's sitting there, and he wants to apologize to, um... To Itsuki, right? <laughs> yeah, and then it's, uh, Nino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it plays... It, it... I thought it would, but it, it's funny. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, did you see the newest episode? I did. I did. Oh. That was the, the ski trip one, right? Yes. Oh, Dude. my God. Oh, so much happy Miku. I'm loving it. Dude, Miku. Miku. Instantly. We Dude. were we were having lunch, and I watched the episode, and the next day, 
I was looking at Holden as soon as he walked in. I was like, dude, Miku's the best. Yeah, I was like, what is it? Like, you, you meant it to me. You're like, yeah, so your favorite is probably my favorite now, too. And I was like, oh, okay, I see how it is. <laughs> it's funny. Dude, I, she's just, she's yeah, the best. Yeah, she is. There's, like, literally nothing nothing wrong about it. And so it's funny, I uh, I entered a Counter-Strike game, and my picture on Steam is actually a picture of Miku. And... This guy, immediately after I entered the game, this guy on my team just goes, he just goes, Miku Scrub, Yotsuba's best girl, and I left. Oh, I, I oh left. No. I, I left, I took the half-hour competitive cooldown, I was like, I can't play with people like you. First off, I want to say that it's okay to like a certain type of girl. But, but in this sense, can't... it's not allowed. <laughs> it's not allowed. It's with Miku's... this show, there is no right answer. There's only one right answer. I'm pretty now, sure Miku has been in every episode and is featured in every episode as one of the main characters. Well, I think like, I think all of them are featured, though. Like, regardless, I I felt like there's been more build up with Miku, though. I'm oh, pretty yeah, sure the last like, more the first than four in, episodes in terms in terms of like our relationship, there's been more build up with Miku than anyone, and mm-hmm. it's it's fantastic. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. Although the only thing that I the only thing that bothers me is like I feel like I feel like the way that next week's episode is going to go with the bonfire dance is like Yeah, that's gonna... I feel like it's going to I feel like it's going to come down to him dancing with all of them at the same time. Yeah. I feel like that's how it's going to go. And I just want him to dance with Miku and oh man, come on. I'm well, here's the thing though is that thing in his wallet when he opened up the full thing yeah dude, i'm upset what's that about? it's not i so i think they're playing the one of the anime tropes where it's like the person they met for the first day and since then he's been dedicating his life so he can like find that person and i'm upset i'm going to be upset that it's going to come down to one of the five of them oh it, because it, like in the end yeah, because well, you it know, shows you me. know that, but the funny thing is, like, literally in the first episode, like, so here's the thing is, in the first episode, they showed, it started off with, kind of, like, with the wedding scene in the future, and, like, it, like, was hiding the bride's face for most of it, and then it showed her face, and, like, man, that looks exactly like Itsuki, like, they already kind of just threw it at us, but then throughout the show, I've realized, I'm like, man, it really could be any of them, huh? <laughs> Yeah, they just, like, I think they just dyed their, like, they actually had to separate each other, so they actually dyed their hair and changed it up. It wasn't, like, a... I don't even think any of them really, I mean, I guess, like, Itsuki dyed it, but I think that's really it. Her and, uh, Yotsuba. Yotsuba. But, like, yeah, and then, like they, all have, they all have something, they all have something unique about them. Miku's got the headphones, Yotsuba's got the bow, uh, Ichika's hair is short, and her tits. Itsuka and, is my uh, hard second. Itsuka's a hard second for me. Really? Yeah, with the uh, I, I hate I hate first... to say it, dude, but as much of a as much of a tsundere as she is, Nino's my my number two. Mm-hmm. Nope, not Hold Nino. on, let me I just send you this picture of Nino real quick too, while we're at it. But <sighs> she's my she's my hard second, especially with the last few episodes, dude. Like you see that, like man. Yeah, she's kind of a bitch, but that's just kind of how she is. But, like, when it comes down to it, like, she can just be actually just really cute. 
and it's great. But uh, uh. I've just sent you a picture on Facebook, and it's my hard second, dude. Uh, I guess we can agree that our uh, my least favorite is Yutsuba. I just I we never can agree on that. Me. I love Yutsuba, but like at the same time, like yeah. you can I tell it's no not gonna be her. I I don't even have hate for Nino. It's just like they they play a they play a certain type of character, and I I don't like the really energetic characters. Oh no, yeah, no, they all they all play a certain type. Oh, like all right, each yeah. guy, each guy from day one is like, oh, I'm the big sister character. That's me. And Yotsuba's, like, the energetic one. Miku's the Nino's shy one. Miku's the shy one. No, and Nino's just straight up the tsundere, who's like, I hate you, and I'm not going to admit that I like you. I hate that I love you, basically, kind one. And then yeah. Itsuki's, like, the no-nonsense, I'm going to just hide it. But I'm not going to, like, act like I hate you. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of great. But so now I kind of want to slide into Domestic Girlfriend, which you haven't started watching yet? I haven't, because, so... When I first started watching uh, Quantuplets, I thought there were only four episodes, and I was stupid enough not to slide it across to realize that there were other episodes. That so, there's 11, yeah. Yeah, so I spent until 5 a.m. Uh, this morning uh, watching Quintuplets, and I was actually going to start Domestic Girlfriend tonight. Well, I think you definitely should start it at some point soon, because um, this week is the last episode of the season. thing is... I already know how it's going to go, because with quintuplets, or not quintuplets, domestic girlfriend, I mean, you'll start it, and you'll be invested, and you'll be invested, and then it'll just kind of keep going downhill, and you'll be like, man, no matter how bad this gets, I'm still invested in it. And so, um, it's kind of like, I don't know, you, uh, me and my friend who was supposed to be on the podcast tonight, my buddy Jake, we were talking about it, and he's like... He was like, yeah, no, like, it's kind of, it's kind of going downhill and I'm kind of getting tired of it. I'm kind of starting to fucking hate everybody. I'm starting to hate the main character. I'm starting to hate Natsu. I'm starting to hate Hina. I'm starting to hate all these people. So, have you seen School Days before? No. Oh, okay. I can't. Is it, like, going down and, like, has the main character become kind of like a playboy? No, but at the same time, like, every... Like, he doesn't do anything about it, but, like, every girl wants to fuck him that he meets, basically. Ugh. So it's like... Right. But, like, here's the thing is, like, two of them... Like, he's only really been around two other girls, and they don't play, like, a huge main role to him. Like, his like his stepsisters, Hina and Rui, are the big two. He's mad in love with Hina, and that's just how that is. Rui's in love with him. And then they meet this girl, Momo, who's kind of a super slut, but you feel bad for her and love her anyways because it's not her fault she's a super slut. She just wants love. She just wants someone to love her, and then she loves people, and then they fuck her and leave her, and then she's sad and depressed, and she cuts herself. Like, Oh my god. Yeah, right? Like, you feel bad for her. Also, fun fact, uh, Momo in... Um, Momo in Domestic Girlfriend is voiced by the same voice actor who voices Fujiwara Chika on Love is War. Oh. And I literally found that once. I found that out because in one episode, she does, like, this, like, little laugh in one of the Literature Club episodes, and I was like, wait a minute, that sounds exactly like Chika, and I immediately went and Googled it, and I was like, holy shit. 
it's sad that I can recognize that just from a laugh, but yeah. And then they meet this I, other girl, but she's in love with a teacher. And oh, um, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it gets to a point in anime, like after you've watched enough animes, and like over a course of like a few years, you can instantly tell a voice actor. See, and yeah, and here's the thing: is like the reason I think it's going downhill is because from day one he's like. Oh, I love Hina, I love Hina. I'll fuck Rui this one time anyways. Oh, we're step-siblings. I still love Hina. And then, like, he's literally just like, I love Hina. And then Rui's like, hey, like, if you need anything, I'm here. AKA, I love you. Please acknowledge me and give me happiness. And he's like, I love Hina. I love Hina. And you're like, okay, dude, we fucking get it. Can you chill? Like, listen, listen, there's a lot of things preventing you two from being together right now. And, like... You got this girl who wants to be all over you and wants to be there for you all the time, and the only downside is that your parents can't find out. But, like, like other than that, like, you got the perfect girl right here, and he's just like, Hina. Like, so, is, is this like an anime you would say there's a certain point you should stop watching it before you get that feeling? Because no, I don't want to get that feeling. I would say no, oh. because... Solely because, like... There's so much still to happen. It's only episode 11, and episode 12 is going to be the season finale next week. And it's kind of sad. They did pick a perfect stopping point for it. But I watched a video a few days ago, the day that me and Jake talked about it. Uh, this YouTuber I watch, Giguk, put out a video called Domestic Girlfriend, The Dumpster Fire, I Can't Stop Watching. And at the end, he mentions how... <laughs> he mentions how the manga is so much better and i'm like i'll give it a shot because i'm kind of left on a cliffhanger with this last episode and the last episode that i watched ended around chapter 35 i think and as of today i'm on chapter 167 i literally yeah i literally read like 80 episodes in one or 80 chapters in one night it's insane. Whoa. So I already I already know how next week's episode is going to end and begin. The way that this week's episode ended was kind of like, oh boy, like next week some shit's going to go down. So it's a cliffhanger for the people who watch it. But for me reading it, who already knows what's going to happen, it's like I'm still going to watch the show. And I really hope that it get that it comes back. I really hope that they bring it back for a second season and a third season. I hope that they keep bringing it back because so much happens. And here's the thing is, like, in the show, you're stuck with, oh, man, he's he's in high school. She's his teacher. His other stepsister's in high school. All three of them live in the same house. And then halfway through the show, uh, Hina moves into her own place, but he's still at home and there's still all these problems at home. But then in the manga, like, you're here... And she moves out, and then in the point in the point that I'm at, she ends up moving back into the house, and then he goes off to college and lives in his own apartment in college, so Rui can come over all the time, and now this and that is happening, and now there's college girls trying to fuck him, and it's crazy, because it just follows everybody outside of high school and into their own lives, plus the manga has uncensored titties. Lots of it. Uh, and I'm just going to throw that is- out there. It's annoying at some, t- some points. At some points, it's you're like, oh, it might be a little much. But with Domestic Girlfriend, it's like just the right amount. Sometimes I wish uh, in manga and anime, they would 
write female characters so they weren't attracted to the uh, main character. It's well, like... they, they have done that in, actually. Uh, like I said, the girl from the literature club does, is not in love with him. She's, a, she's in love with the teacher. And you, you find oh, that out you find that out immediately as you meet her. And then also the the manga threw me for a twist last night because for to anybody that's like that's gonna read it or cares enough there aren't already at this part, um, then just skip ahead I guess. But he's in college at this point and he joins the drama club and starts uh, writing plays because his big thing is he wants to be a novelist, so he starts writing novels. And short stories and stuff to get them published. But then once he gets to college, they're like, hey, you should join our drama club and write plays for us. Try out something new. So he does. And there's this girl in the drama club who's, like, always all over him being a huge tease. And this other super serious first-year girl is like, oh, well, like, I don't know. I've never loved anybody before, but, like, I feel like I'm starting to like him. And the, so then it just shows, like, the fir- the tease girl's thoughts, and she's like, Oh, I won't let you take away that smile from me. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, I finally found a new love rival. And this and that and all this shit about, like, oh, I won't let you take them away from me. And then they, mm-hmm. the last episode that I read, or last chapter I read, which was the end of volume 17, she's like, I won't let anybody know that I have a folder on my computer with your name and all the pictures I have of you in it. And you're like, yikes. This girl's crazy about Natsuo. What? <laughs> yeah, right? You're like, this girl's fucking crazy about him. But then it shows her computer screen, and the folder is the other girl's name. So she's in love with the other girl, and it completely fucking oh. threw me for a loop. And I was like, whoa. I wasn't expecting it because... But they, they did it in a really good way, because any time the girl would mention Natsuo, that's when she would bring it up. And she would never use his smile... Or him. She would always say them or there. And I was I didn't catch it until the end. And I was like, holy fuck, dude. That's crazy. That was insane. Oh, I like that. Alright, that piques I would, my interest. I would definitely recommend reading it and watching it. And I would definitely say, will... if you either want to watch it first and then read it, or read it and then watch it, the first 30 chapters, uh, about 40 at this point actually, the first 40 chapters are around the first 10 or 11 episodes that are out right now. And then everything past that is just manga. And holy shit, it's so good. I've never, like, seriously read any manga before, but I started reading Comey Can't Communicate, which is fantastic. But I what haven't... is that? It's about this girl who, um, everybody, everybody avoids her because they're like, man, this girl's like way too beautiful, way too popular for all of us. Like, we can't... Like, there's no way we could ever talk to this girl. And anytime anybody tries to talk to her, she just, like, gives them this look that just scares them away. But this guy mm-hmm. runs into her... This guy who doesn't really have a lot of friends, he has a few friends, he runs into her one time outside of school, and he finds out that, like... Because, like, she she runs into him with, like, her moped or something by accident. And mm-hmm. she, like, is trying her best to apologize... And it's there that he finds out between just the two of them that she has awful communication skills and actually just can't talk to anybody because of her terrible communication skills and, like, crippling, like, social anxiety. And oh. 
it's so good, and it's such a sweet, like, wholesome read. So I've been reading that, but not as much as Domestic Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very good. And, um, yeah, so definitely recommend reading and watching Domestic Girlfriend. Um, but other than that, I guess now we'll kind of swap into the the video games section for a bit. I know for a fact that this podcast is probably going to be shorter than the last one, which ran an hour. This one's only 36 minutes so far, but hey. Well, we'll see how long we can keep it running. We ran we ran off on a tangent about quintuplets way longer than I thought we would. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a good show. I I'd recommend watching it. Nothing wrong with that. Um But yeah, no. So we uh are you going to PAX East? We'll start oh, there. Oh, yeah. What days? I've gone, I'm going Saturday. Uh, a bunch uh-huh. of my friends from my previous college uh, got in contact with me, and they want to hang out. So I bought a Saturday ticket, uh, gave one to my friend, and we're going Saturday, mainly for uh, business connections, quote-unquote, uh, and looking at the new stuff there. Nice. I am going Saturday and Sunday. I bought two Saturday passes, and I totally forgot about it. I bought two Saturday passes because my friend was uh, gonna was like thinking of if he was gonna come up from North Carolina or not again to go. And I was like, "I'll buy your pass, and you can just pay me back." And he was like, "Yeah," because like I'll probably end up coming up. And then he was like, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna be in Montreal that week." So, and I so you just have a Saturday pass. So I just have a second Saturday pass, and I was like, I could either like sell this. Or I could just bring my girlfriend. And I was like, I'll just bring her. Why not? I was like, yeah, I could use the money. But, like, eh, I'll survive. Yeah, no. So I'm bringing her with me Saturday, and then I have a Sunday pass as well. Yep, pray to God that they put on deodorant. Yeah, no, uh, good luck. None of that matters at PAX. It takes one person to fucking ruin it. It's so, so, ugh. Freshman year, dude, uh, it got so bad. Twitch was handing out free deodorant sticks. What year was that? Uh, I think that was 2016. Uh, yeah, 2016. I've been going since... Yeah. I want to say I've been going since 2014. I want to say that was the first one I went to. Mm-hmm. And I've gone every year since. Yeah, yeah 2016 was my first year going. Uh, yeah, I've been going for a long time. Um, every year I try and go at least Saturday. I usually almost always end up going Saturday, Sunday. So that's cool. Um, yeah, no, I always just go because it's fun and there's a lot of cool shit to see there. Okay, no, so the first one I went to was 2015. I just found it. Um, All right. Yeah, that's the year where I met Syndicate. And a couple other people I watch. And every year... Oh, really? Yeah, I mainly go every year to, like, A, see new stuff, and B, try and meet people I watch on YouTube and Twitch and stuff. Like, two years ago, uh, back in 2016, I met Keemstar. Which was... Okay. Definitely uh, a treat. Yep, I met Keemstar in 2016, um... I don't remember exactly. Oh, I met a couple different people in 2017. Um, 
but last year I met all of the YouTubers that are like my favorite right now who are from um, New Zealand, the Misfits group. I met all of them, which was awesome. And um, yeah, it's funny because I went with uh, James and I went with James and two people from our dorm last year who are no longer here. You've met Anthony, right? Yeah, I met him uh, quickly uh, when me and James were coming back from uh, dinner. Yeah, I went with um, I went with Anthony, James, and then one of our other friends from last year, Andrew. And then yeah, I met a whole Andrew. bunch of YouTubers I watch. Oh, I just liked my own post. Whoops. Um, yeah, and then now we are going to be there next week. In four days it starts, and in four days they will be announcing Borderlands 3. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, Borderlands 3 is going to be great, I can't wait. But, um, yeah, I guess, speaking of video game news, just something that I found on the internet that, uh... Indian cities are banning PUBG, which I think is yeah. hilarious, and that kids have actually gotten arrested for playing PUBG. Wait, are you serious? People have gotten arrested for playing a this game. Is, this is the this is the article that I've that I've found, and it says nowhere has resisted, uh, nowhere, eh, nowhere has resistance to the game quite like India. Multiple cities have banned PUBG as it's known. And police in western India arrested 10 university students for playing. The National Child's Rights Commission has recommended barring the game for its violent nature. Uh, one, of, one of India's largest Hindi newspapers declared PUBG an epidemic that turned children into manarogi or psychopaths. Which is hilarious. So, I don't yes. know, I don't know how to respond to that. Just I think that's I, that's why they're I think that's why they're losing the sub race to PewDiePie. Oh my god, don't don't bring that up. It's bad well, at the same time. To maybe that that's why time. maybe that's why they're banning PUBG is because PewDiePie played it and said the N word. Oh, every time. <laughs> every time I hang out with you or Nick, Wait a minute. Or ben, or ben. It's always about T-Series and PewDiePie. Every time. I can't catch a break. Well, hey, you know, let me just look at the sub gap real quick. Dude, oh, the sub gap yeah, was at like, it was at like 2k earlier. It was almost gone. Uh, but yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I don't even know who T-Series is. I know who PewDiePie is because when I was in middle school and high school and I had no social life, I... Binge watched him every day. They're fourteen thousand apart right now. Um, yeah, no T It's just India's T series is basically India's like Spotify, iTunes. Like they T series is the one that releases all of the music in India, all of the music videos, like all that shit. So they don't um, run with Viva. No, it's India. What do you expect? They fucking. There was a there was a thing that I saw though, on um on a subreddit of everybody's like there's no way T series is gaining subscribers like this quickly there's there's no way and everybody suspects them of subbotting, and there was literally a uh, uh a video that I saw on Reddit where their sub gap 
they were like 30,000 behind, and then just out of the blue, they just fucking gained 25,000 subscribers in like a second. I get there are a lot of people in India, but I do not believe that. I don't believe you can coordinate that many people to subscribe all at the same time. Like, it's nearly impossible. Like, even if you get 25,000 people who are dead set on doing this, and you set a timer for all 25,000 people to subscribe when the timer hits one, or when it hits zero, there's still no way it'll all go at once like that. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that's really funny. But yeah, no. So them just kind of apparently botting their way to the top is so funny. But it's gotten to the point where PewDiePie is like, all right, here's the plan. We're just going to make it a race to 100 mil. And after we hit 100 mil, we'll let them pass us. Like, they've passed him a few times. But, like, he's like, we're just going to keep going and we're just going to race to 100 million subscribers. And after we're the first channel to hit 100 million subscribers, we'll we'll let them go. We'll let them pass us. You see, here's the thing. It's T-Series versus P- one man. One man versus, versus an entire company. Yeah. Company. And it's like, at first, if, it, if he's over-exceeding you to begin with as a company, it, it's like, it's it's not a challenge. There shouldn't be, you shouldn't be happy that you finally passed him with over 100 subscribers. And the other thing is like, uh, it's not going to really change much. He'll still be the number one most subscribed content creator on YouTube. Like, yeah, like they'll be the most subscribed person. channel and company, but like he'll be the most subscribed singular channel. And I don't think anybody is anywhere near that. I don't think anyone in America views T series. I, I, I don't think so because it's it's their version of Vivo. Right. Huh. Let's see. Top 50 most subscribed YouTubers right now. Yep. Yeah, no. Really, nobody is even close. The closest channel behind PewDiePie and T-Series is 5-Minute Crafts. And I don't know if that's like one person or a group of people or like a whole company kind of thing. I'm assuming it's just a group of people. But um, they're at... They are 52 million. So they're still f- almost 40 million behind. So there's absolutely like... Oh, these are just like the... Well, yeah, there's a lot of single moms there's a, in America there's that a, there's a this video. There's a video for just like a live count of the top subscribed channels right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no. Uh, nobody is even close to touching him other than, other than T-Series. That's funny because YouTube only has 28 million subs. Really? Yeah, they're at number 27. Yeah, it's YouTube. Yeah, um... Yeah, no. Justin Bieber is number 6. WWE is number 8 with 40 million, and that's that's surprising to me. I almost said that's subscribing to me. (laughs) There are a lot of rednecks in the world. Hey, whoa, whoa, are you shooting on WWE? No, well, back in high school I actually wrestled, and I know for a fact that well, okay. if, I get a con- if I get a concussion from getting pile-drived sophomore year, the person that gets smacked with a chair is going to be brain-dead as soon as the contact hits. Well, listen, 
there's a difference between wrestling and sports entertainment, okay? They they call they literally like they get they get fined if they call it wrestling because it's just sports entertainment. Like they know <laughs> like the thing is, the thing that I I was super against it too. But then I started watching it uh earlier in high school and the thing that I love about it is that it's not stage as much as it is scripted. They basically tell you, hey, here's how this is going to go down. Here's who's going to win. Make sure it happens. And, like, here are certain certain things we want to just kind of just kind of splash into the match. Like, oh, yeah, at this point, we're going to want you to grab a chair at some point in the match and do this. Or we're going to want you to get outside the ring and we set the barricade up to easily be broken through so you could just fucking spear him through the barricade. Like, there's certain things that they they do... But, um, there's a lot of unscripted stuff, too, and, like, when stuff like that happens, that's when it gets really good. Like, in 2013, uh, CM Punk, when he delivered the infamous pipe bomb, where he basically came out with a microphone and sat on the ramp and was basically like, yeah, this is bullshit. The fact that, like, I come out here and I work my ass off all this time and every day and all the time, it's just, like, it's like it's bullshit that... You want to put some new person up in the main event who just came in as opposed to somebody who's been working here and working their ass off every day for this many years and I'm not even getting a chance to fight for a chance? Like, I'm not getting a chance to even be a part of this, even be a part of a tournament. Like, this is bullshit. And basically went off about how bullshit the WWE was and everybody in it. And then they cut his mic and then that's when he left the wwe and oh damn uh, man so yeah that's uh that was something for sure but um yeah what next one of the last few things we have on the list is um the outer worlds which i have been beyond excited for the outer worlds since the teaser dude it looks so good it's gonna be a mix of like fallout Borderlands and No Man's Sky all wrapped into one. Oh, I love the company that did it because they've made so many of the games I've loved when I was a kid. Yeah, and plus they were like, yeah, we made the good Fallout games. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited for it. It looks fantastic. If you haven't seen the trailer for it, go check it out. It's going to be amazing. Also, apparently... There's something I read a while back about how there's a lot of crazy things they're implementing into the game, such as, like, a fear system, where, like, if you you encounter something so many times, and, like, something, like, if you, say you encounter, like, this big, like, rad scorpion-type enemy, like you would in Fallout, and that thing kills you or hurts you every time you see it, you'll eventually, like, gain a fear of it. And you can either get, like a good buff or a bad buff from it, depending on it. That's that's what I remember last time I read. I'm not 100% sure how it'll play into the game or if it will even be in the game final, but, like, I read that and I was like, that's fucking crazy. That's something I've never seen done. Are they going to have a demo of it at uh, PAX? I hope so, because I would 100% wait all day to play it. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, no. 
if, if they're going to introduce like a fear system, that would be that's really interesting because uh, that makes like a versatile game experience for everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Here it is. Uh, post on the Outer Worlds Reddit subreddit that says, "Here's exactly how the fear system works," and it basically is. There's a video with explanations of it. So, definitely, that's that's something I've never seen before, and that I would love to experience. And um, yeah, no, but the reason I wanted to bring it up is because the Outer Worlds was putting uh, achievements on Steam for the game, and like. For their for the Steam release, they were putting achievements out and everything four hours prior to when they decided, eh, fuck Steam, we're gonna go to the Epic Store, and you can only buy our game on the Epic Games Launcher, where they have Fortnite. Wait, what game is this? The Outer Worlds. Wait, they're only going on Epic? Yep, they were, re- they were planning on releasing it on Steam, and... Four hours before they were deciding, before they decided to put it on the Epic Games launcher, they were still putting achievements for it on Steam. Ugh. So, but, I mean, it doesn't bother me that much. It's just like, I don't know. I don't see the point. If you were already like, if a, if a game if a game is coming out and the company's like, you know, we want to release this on the Epic launcher, that's one thing. But if they're like, yeah, we're gonna release this on Steam. And they're getting everything dead set to release it on Steam, and then they're like, eh, actually, we're going to change that. Like, that's just annoying. Yeah, and they also, it's like one of the main sources for every PC gamer is Steam. Like, how many games are on Epic right now? Um, a lot of, like, indie games and shit, I think, as well as Subnautica and Fortnite. Those are the two big ones that I know. Um... I mean, is it because, like, Steam takes a 35% cut out of whatever you make? Yeah, I don't know, and I don't know what the cut is with, um... I don't know what the cut is with Epic, though. So it might be that, it might not be, I don't know. But, uh, uh, the article that I read said, uh, Chris Avalon calls, uh, The Outer Worlds move to Epic a cash grab, so it does definitely have to do with the income of the game. Oh, I'm gonna be so fucking upset... Obsidian cannot turn into a cash grab. They already left that for Bethesda. Yeah, no. Yeah. The Outer Worlds Epic Game Store exclu- uh, exclusivity revealed, and fans are not happy. And then he posted that, and he said, Obsidian Management, you had one job. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like... Yeah, I don't know. It's It's weird. I'll still buy it and play it for sure. And, um, yeah, no, I guess. Hmm. If that's that for the Outer Worlds, I think, yeah, I think that's about it for that part. So the last, mm-hmm. the last thing is something that I guess I wanted to start adding as a weekly thing where whoever we talk to each week on the podcast will get weekly recommendations about certain things. And, like, All I'll, right. I'll give them two. So. We could start with uh, a anime recommendation uh, for this week, and I'm gonna be honest. I would not. Uh, I'm gonna give a recommendation right now. I'll give a good one, but I'm also gonna give a recommendation of a show to not really watch. If you have watched 
uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, or if you were... Hey, listen, okay, calm down. I haven't, I haven't watched Evangelion yet, and my friends give me shit because I liked Darling in the Franks, alright? Don't. I, do not watch it. It is Darling in the Franks, but with, like... Yeah, I know. Of... I know, but here's the thing. Let me let me give my explanation here uh, about this recommendation to not watch. If you have watched Evangelion, and if you have watched Darling in the Franks, either and or, then my recommendation is do not watch Girly Air Force. I really liked the idea of it. It's like these, uh, basically there's this uh, superhuman like kind of enemy. I don't, we don't know exactly what they are, but they're called the Zai, and they're basically these fucking, these people with these crazy planes that can fly at with inhuman agility, and they just are taking places out left and right like a terrorist group. They're destroying cities, killing people, all this stuff, and nobody can take them down. So the Japanese government makes these planes called Daughters, and they have Anima, which are basically these humanoid girls who are like AI that pilot these Daughters. And they're really... uh, Girly Air Force... And right, the... I just typed in Girl Force, and I got something else. Yeah, yikes. And they're the only ones that uh, that are really capable of taking these things down. And then you meet the main character, who meets one of the pilots after she saves him. And he's like, I have to find that girl again. And then he does. So then, you meet this guy who's like, oh, yeah, she's she's like a defective anima. She can't fly... And humans, like, aren't able to fly with these things. But then it's like, oh, you random high school virgin boy who's interested in her, you can fly with her, and that makes her stable for some reason. And it's like, wow, haven't seen that. But wait, there's more. Oh, oh no. you wonder, you wonder why the daughters and the anima are able to take down the Zai so easily and keep up with them? It's because... They're made from the Zai. Whoa! They're oh, made God. from. They're oh. made from the enemy. What? They've done that too much. Spoiler alert! If you've never seen Evangelion or Darling in the Franks, there's an enemy, and then there's the good guys. This group who tries to fight them, and then it turns out. That the reason the good guys can fight them is because what they're using to fight the bad guys is made of the bad guys. And, spoiler alert, there's also nobody who can pilot these things or help out. But then, weird single virgin boy, you can help and save the world. Literally. Girly Air Force is just darling in the Franks Evangelion with planes. And well, that's unfortunate. I'm watching it. I was enjoying it at first. But then as soon as he was like, she's made from Zai parts, I was like, I can't fucking stand it. I knew it was coming. I knew right from the start, after he met this girl, that the only reason that she can take those things down, I knew it was because she was made of them. And once they confirmed it, I was like, God damn it. Like, why do you have to be like that? And so... Yeah. I would recommend not watching it. 
and I'm still going to finish it. It's ongoing. It ends next week. I'm still going to finish it because I can't drop anime. I finished, I, I still have to finish Aramanga Sensei, which is absolute degeneracy, but I still have to finish it. And on the other note, Ooh. if I'm going to recommend a show to watch, I'm going to recommend the same show I busted about last week, which is going to be Toradora. Because I didn't give I didn't give any recommendations last week. This just came to my mind today as an idea of what to do during the podcast because I didn't know how we would run on time, which we're going pretty well right now for time. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to say I recommend Toradora. It is the perfect rom com anime. It is just funny. And if you didn't listen to last week's podcast and you don't know what Toradora is about. It's about this guy who meets this girl, and the girl is in love with his best friend, and he is in love with her best friend, so the two of them start working together to try and get each other with their love interests. And it's really cute, it's really wholesome, it's really funny, and I would watch it a million times over. So, yes, go check it out. And the opening is a banger, Toradora. Oh now, yeah. What do you yeah. what do you recommend for an anime this week, Alex? Ooh, what do I recommend for an anime this week? Uh so I watch a lot of old anime, uh, but Holden's really good at recommending anime. And I gotta honestly say, if you have not seen Quantuplets yet, you have got to watch it. Like I'm not a fan of rom coms or, you know, Any, comedies. Like, I like Slice yeah, of Life like, Harem stuff, yeah. yeah. But when I watched that, the first few episodes, I was instantly hooked because they've got they've got a girl for everybody. Like they really do. You like, like you like a certain type of girl. You got it in the quintessential quintuplets. And like a lot of it, it's like it's not forced because in like a lot of old anime, like the last ten fifteen years, when they've done like harem animes, these girls are like sluts and they just show off their like you know it's not even it's not even that the girls are slutty it's just that they're like let's throw fan service everywhere in here yeah yeah that's a better thing they throw fan service and sometimes the guys are like creeps because you're like in real life you're like i probably wouldn't like trust him with anyone it's funny because there's there's points where they can make that work though there's points where they can make a harem with fan service where the guy's a creep but make it work like konosuba because Konosuba is meant to be funny, so all of the weird, like, pervy shit he thinks of and does is done as comedy, and it's done in a really good, funny yeah. way that doesn't make it weird. But yeah, it just, like, Quintuplets is like, the dude doesn't even want to, like, date them for any reason. He's just, the dude's hired to be their tutor, and, you know, it's it's That's, it's that's just good. what he's doing. One anime I probably wouldn't recommend ever watching uh, and ever touching is uh, School Days. It is was the first slice of life I ever watched, and it was the last one up until Quintuplets I've watched outside of Toradora. Uh, but I call I consider that a rom com because I like comedy. But the game the the anime is based off of a dating simulation game, and right there should give you a red flag. Uh, it it's. It seems fine at first, but then the main character turns into, like, a a player, and it's just bad because it's, like, in the first two episodes, he gets with the girl, and you know something's wrong. You can feel it, and then it instantly happens, and, like, 
at that point, it was like, I have to finish it just because, like, I, I dedicated myself to this anime. And when my dad, like, me and my dad watch anime, when we were done watching it, my dad looked at me and was like, what the F just happened? Like, you, like, hold on. If you just look up School Days. I'm, I'm just, reading a review of it right now on my anime list that seems, uh, that talks about why it's so bad. See if you can, let's see if it'll pop up. Uh... Yeah, if you just type in school days, it's really, really messed up. It has a, uh, a 5.9 out of 10 on my anime list, which isn't good. Like, yeah, shows uh, that are I, good and okay will usually have, like, 7 or above. Yeah, it is it is not a good one. And the ending is just, it's it's weird. I, I just, I wouldn't recommend it. Pretend I ever, like, I never said the name school days because it's just yeah. I'll just I'll just bleep it out I'll just bleep out every time you said school days and then this entire right. part will just be one long beep <laughs> so I everybody mean, will be really confused when you're like what anime I wouldn't recommend watching for like five I mean, minutes I mean curiosity killed the cat I mean watch the first two episodes and that pretty much after that don't watch it after that yeah don't tell but, me to uh, watch the first yeah. two episodes because I might <laughs> Don't, no, don't do it, Holden. I'm kidding. I'll I know find something else to watch. Um, Anything okay. else. Well, now let's get down to... You know what? We'll do video games last because we'll talk about fucking manga and what we would recommend. And I'm going to throw it right out there because I've already said it this podcast. Domestic Girlfriend. I really, really recommend it because the show... Like I said, in the show, you see... You get these side characters like Momo and the girl from the Literature Club. And you never really see much of them after their respective episode. Like, they're around, but you never really see them. And then, with the whole Rui and Hina situation, like, you don't really... It's just... You watch the show, and watching the show, you don't really get a feel for most of these girls, and most of the characters in general. You're just like, oh, okay, so this girl wants to fuck him. Cool, that's it. But if you read it, you get so much more insight to these characters and you want you want to be happy for them. You want them to be happy. You want don't want them to be sad. You care more about these characters because there's so much more depth to each character in the manga. Like mm-hmm. as dumb with Momo being a dumb slutty side character who just fucks a lot of guys because she's sad and depressed and wants to be loved. That's just kind of how it's thrown in in the anime. But when you read it, she's so much more of a relevant character. And she's like, hey, this one time I tried to fuck the main character, it wasn't really just because I was trying to fuck him and I said I liked him that one time and now I moved on. Like, she goes on for a solid, like, 60 to 80 chapters being like, I still love him. Like, he's the only guy I love. No matter how many guys throw themselves at her, she's like, I love him no matter what. And it's kind of sad that he's falling in love with this other girl. And, like, so you really feel for her, as well as the other characters, and it's just so good. So I highly recommend reading Domestic Girlfriend. I think it's, like, 220 chapters right now, and it's worth every bit of the read. And what about you? What do you recommend um, reading? So... The last manga I read and a manga I enjoyed, like, have you seen Black Clover? 
No. I honestly, out of... Don't watch... Yeah, out of so, dumb spite, I refuse to watch Black Clover. So, here's the thing. Don't watch the manga because the main protagonist is absolutely annoying in the... Uh, I mean, in the anime. Don't watch the anime because he's absolutely annoying. But in the manga, he doesn't scream. Like, in the anime, he just screams all the time. But in the manga, you just read him screaming. And you're able to focus on the story more. So it's pretty much like, have you ever seen uh, Blue Exorcist? No, I also have boycotted Blue Exorcist. No. Okay. <laughs> Blue Exorcist uh, so... and Black Clover are the two, like, bigger name shows that I've, like, always boycotted. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I haven't watched the second season of Castlevania yet. So. Ah, uh, yes, I haven't uh, seen Castlevania either. Alright, don't tell Nick that, because he gets insane. Uh, anyways, so Black fuck. Clover is about these two, like, orphans. Uh, they're, like, brothers. And they live in this world where, like, magic is everything. And when they turn 15, you get your grimoire, which is, like, this predetermined book that has all the spells you ever need to learn in life. Okay, it's... so it's kind of like, for for people who only watch popular anime, it's kind of like getting your quirk in My Hero Academia. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, is that there's a special book called the Four Leaf Clover Book, and it's supposed to be the next Magician King who will, like, rule the kingdom and all that, you know, that type of manga stuff. And But here's the thing. The main character, Asta, he doesn't get that. He gets a book without, like, a clover on it, but it reveals to be a black clovered book, which is the book of a demon. And, like, mm. obviously it, it sounds edgy, but, like, it gets good because at first, you know, he, he doesn't have magic. So he's pretty much showing himself off with, like, his brute strength and his quicken ability against all these, like, very, like, high, like, I, I can't, like, high society magicians that look down on him. And he wow, so I'm, like, I'm really like, smelling My Hero Academia here. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pick, picture My Academia, but in a, uh, in a fantasy world. But it's really good because, like, it's, the main characters have a lot of, like, backstory and you read it a lot. Like, my issue with My Hero Academia is there's not a lot of, there's, like, a set of four or five side characters that are interesting, and then the rest are, like... Don't matter at all. Yeah, I know what you matter. mean. And, so, but in this one, like, he joins this... So you, like, these magicians, like, join. When they turn 15, they go to the capital, and they're chosen. They could be chosen to join one of the court guards, which guard uh, the Magician King. And Asta gets selected to join, like, the Delinquent Guild, which are called the Black Bulls, but they have the most interesting characters ever. And... I, I would highly recommend reading the manga. Again, don't watch the anime, read the manga. See, and here's my, my point on that. If you have, if you, like, have the time, the only reason I haven't really touched Black Clover also is because there's so much of it already out that, like, yeah, I don't have, that, I don't have that. Yeah, it's right now. I'm at, like, 137. See, so. the fact that they're only that far is good, though. So, like, if you're looking to just read Black Clover... And regardless of how far the anime is, it's only, what did you say, like 198 chapters? Yeah, it's 198 chapters, and I think they're on, like, episodes like... What I love, what I'm, what I'm happy about with Domestic Girlfriend is that they're only on the first season right now. If they're, if It may be even the last season if they don't renew it. I hope they do. But at this point, you can do the same thing with Black Clover, too. You can go and you can watch the whole first season of the show and decide... 
if you enjoy the show or not. And at this point, with I, Domestic Girlfriend, there's only so much out that, like, if something leaves you on a cliffhanger, you're going to want to read mm-hmm. it. And with Black Clover, if you watch all of Black Clover and then you're left on a cliffhanger, you're going to want to read it. So I would say watch yeah. at least the first season of each show if you want, and then read the manga if you're interested. But like, I would probably say watch the first episode of Black Clover to see if you can stand listening to Asta scream for 50 episodes. Uh, because that almost did me in until my friend handed me the manga, and it was a hundred times better. I would but say yeah, it, it's you, always good to watch the anime, and then if you want to keep reading, you know. I would say if you want to see uh, sadness, depression, fan serve, a little bit of fan service, watch Domestic Girlfriend, and then read it. But if you really want fan service, read it. Read it. There's there's a good and, uh, there's a good amount of titty in there. If, and, uh, if you want to see what it's like for My Hero Academia to be in a fantasy world, watch Black Clover. As well as, um, I also mentioned uh, Komi-san, Komi Can't Communicate. That's also another good one to read. We already explained what it's about. and I don't. Yeah. We're, we're running pretty far on time here, so I don't want to go through it all again. Yeah, Bad social good. skills can't communicate meets a guy who tries to help her communicate and talk to people. That's it. I would recommend reading it. And now uh, I guess we'll talk about games and... The game that I want to recommend this week, honestly, is going to be Tom Clancy's The Division 2. My friend <laughs> my friend my friend bought it for me because he wanted to play. And my only problem with it is that I was like, I'll play with you. He was like, Yeah, I'll buy it for you if you'll play, and I was like, Yeah, I'll play. But now the problem is all he wants to play is the division. And it's a good game, and I enjoy it but I don't want to play it for hours and hours on end. I want to play other games, and he does not. He only wants to play The Division. And I'm enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's really good. I love the Washington, D.C. setting. It's just... It's really good. It is. It did just come out recently, so it is a bit on the pricey side. And um, But if I... I guess if I wanted to choose something on the cheaper side, that you can sink way more hours into without getting bored. Stardew Valley. Just get Stardew Valley. I've never played that. You've never played Stardew Valley? Oh, nope. You're missing out. Stardew Valley is by far the best farming simulator game ever created. Except, it's not really like, when you think of farming simulator, you think farming simulator. Like, the game's on Steam. But no. It's this basically it's a pixelated 2d farming simulator and it just has so much to it you can go fishing you can go to the mines you can go and fight monsters you can have you have your farm you can get married have kids you can restore the community center by collecting different various things around the town and you can just do so much in stardew valley and it is just Oh, it's a 10 out of 10 game for me. I love it. I've sunk probably about 100 hours into it recently. It's worth mm-hmm. it. And what about you for games? Um, I think the game that I've been attached to the most currently is Devil May Cry 5. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played the Devil May Cry series. I have but not, but I've heard 5 it, is really good. It is. It's amazing. The soundtrack's amazing. Like... When I play video games, I like playing games that, like, the characters are cool and interesting and badass, which they are. So the story kind of takes, like, every other Devil May Cry game, if you ever played it. It's 
this big demons, this big up and start demon is trying to destroy the world, take over the world, you know, insert it in there. And it's up to, you know, this, these human demon hybrids to solve it. So the main demon hybrid throughout the whole series has always been Dante, who's this, who's this son of a demon called Sparta, who a thousand years ago rebelled against the emperor to give, you know, humanity a chance to live. And, uh, it's it's really good. You also play other characters in the series. My personal favorite, which is Nero, who's this? He's not a. I, I'm not sure what he is. I'm pretty sure he still follows the categories. I have human hybrid because they can take a lot of damage. They're super fast. They can stop time. They can move really fast. Uh, they fight giant creatures. And if you like, uh, you know, just like slashing combo games and just you know killing giant creatures and an awesome soundtrack with it. I'd highly recommend it. Nice. Well, and then uh, I definitely think it's a it's a good one to grab. I haven't played it, but everybody has been saying fantastic things about it, so yeah. I agree. With and then my, my my last one is uh, Resident Evil Two. Then you know, anyone's played Resident Evil Two. It's a great game. Yeah, and I think on that note, that is probably where we will end it for this week. And awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're, uh, yeah, so basically what happened was Anas had something better to do, he said. No, that's not what he said. He told he told me what he had to do, and I was just like, all right. So then our other guest that was supposed to come on, I messaged him, and I was like, hey, are you still down for tonight? And he was like, oh, you know, I'm not really feeling it tonight, man, sorry. And I was like, no, it's fine. And I was sitting there, and I was like, okay, I can either wait till tomorrow to record it, or I can think. Who watches anime and plays video games that would be down to do the podcast with me? And I was like, yeah, I, literally, I was like, I don't know, Alex? <laughs> and so I, I messaged Alex, and to, I, I, I wasn't sure how you would feel about it, because like I know you're down to like talk about games and anime and stuff, but I wasn't sure how you'd feel about getting on Discord and recording the podcast, oh, especially on such, on such short notice, too. Because I I literally came out of nowhere with it at like like twenty minutes before we started recording the podcast, I was finishing up a D and D session and I messaged him and I was like, Hey, recording my podcast tonight, you wanna do it with me? And he was like, Yeah, sure and I was like, Alright, cool, send me your Discord and I'll send you the topic list. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, literally out no. of the blue. <laughs> no, I've done podcasts before. Uh my my acquaintance uh sophomore year, we did a podcast but he did not do it as smoothly as Holden does it, so I stopped doing it. But no, this was fun. You actually had a set of topics for us to talk about, so I yeah, didn't see, have to. Yeah, see, last time, last time I started to do one a couple years back with some of my friends, nobody was ever on at the right times, and we never really had a topics list. And I was like, you know what? Let me just think of what I want to talk about each week, and anything crazy that happens that I see, I'll jot it down, and I'll add it to the topics later. So, basically this week, I got, I was, just kind of, a lot of stuff happened with anime, and some with games. It's funny, because last week was a, uh, a more video games-centered week, because so much happened with video games last week. And then this week, so much happened with anime. So, and then I also got the tweet where that guy was talking about the Iron Maiden, and I was like, good, that'll be the first thing we talk about for you. So, yeah. We went with Shield Hero, and then the other trailers dropped, so I, yeah, I definitely 
I drafted up the topics list probably about an hour before the podcast started, and it all went smooth, and I'm excited to keep it going for weeks on. So, once again, if you want to... If you want to join me again, or just come on regularly, like, I'm always down for it. Especially because yeah, I don't cool. know how often a NOS will be on. So Yeah, no, I'm down anytime. I don't really, I usually get my all my stuff done on Saturdays, or before Saturdays, because I have D&D sessions with Nick and James and Ben on Saturdays. So. Ah, yeah, see, there you go. And I have my D&D sessions 5 to 9 <laughs> on Sundays. So, yeah, so. we'll make time for it, but this might be a normal thing from now on. We'll see, but... With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast, and I will see you guys next week.